welcome back to season four of the I'm Uncomfortable podcast, where it's okay to be uncomfortable. We're your hosts, Melissa and Vanessa. And today we're going to talk about that darn number on the scale and why there seems to be such an obsession over it. But before we dive into that, let's share what's made us uncomfortable lately. Vanessa, you do want to go first? Yeah, um, it's time to congratulate me because I got a new job, y'all. Round of applause. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I'm officially leaving the school that I've worked at for the past eight years, and we're announcing it to students tomorrow. And I had to tell my team, my teachers, last Thursday, which led to a ton of tears. We had this moment where we were all on the carpet together, me and the people that I manage, and we were in a circle sitting on the carpet and just sharing, talking, crying, hugging. And while I'm excited for this new opportunity, it's also kind of scary. Like, this is the place that I've lived, basically, for the past mm-hmm. eight years. It's the only workplace I've really ever known. So in that sense, it's uncomfortable. It's like an exciting uncomfortable. It's a good uncomfortable, I think. How about you? My uncomfortable moment is that I decided that I was going to go back to uh, core power yoga. So Hmm. trying to get back into doing some yoga, but also hot yoga specifically, which I really enjoyed um, a number of years back. I, I, I did it a lot back in college and I really enjoyed it and I hadn't gone back in a couple of years so treated myself to some classes um kind of forgot the different types of classes and how intense they could be so the first class that I took for anyone that is familiar with core power I took a hot power fusion class as the first class that I decided to jump back into and oh boy (laughs) It was 105 degrees in there. I struggled not only to do the standard foundational poses, but to just exist in that room. (laughs) But I am proud of myself. So, I, I mean, when I found myself getting uncomfortable with the heat and like the exercise overall, um, I wasn't as ashamed or scared to actually lay down or take a breather um, like I would have been maybe a couple years ago I'm like no I gotta before I used to say I gotta power through this but that leads to me fainting in the gym so as we've talked about that in a previous episode so I'm not trying to be that version of Melissa anymore I'm gonna try to be the version of Melissa in core power yoga that is okay with being in child's pose while everyone else (laughs) proceeds with the class so okay. that was my uncomfortable moment. <laughs> wow. I my, my takeaway from our uncomfortable shares is uncomfortable doesn't always have to mean bad. Right. It, yeah, yeah. It can be good uncomfortable. The so. good kind. The good kind, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but with core power yoga in mind or exercise in mind, I figure that to get us more into the mindset of exercise and the topic that we will be talking about today, I thought I'd read an excerpt of an article entitled Why a Number on the Scale Does Not Define You. Um, It's an article that's on Medium and I found it insightful so I thought I'd share. So what does the phrase quote unquote I am in in perfect shape mean to you? What defines your goals? A number on a scale? a wardrobe size small, or perhaps the way you feel on a day-to-day basis. 
We live in a world of social media where society tends to put your head in the ideal image of a perfect body, resulting in a distorted view of oneself. We are constantly surrounded by diet trends, which tell us that we are more valuable um, we are more valuable if our bodies are smaller. So it's no surprise that so many people want to lose weight. But the real problem here is that is the diet mentality and not the actual weight. So we'll get into our relationships with that number on the scale after the break. Well, thank you for sharing that excerpt with me. It makes me think especially that part about what is your perfect body. For you, Melissa, does weighing yourself make you uncomfortable? Yes, it does. Why? Because I know that I used to be obsessed with that number back in college. Oh. And I didn't realize I was so obsessed with it until I was out of college, a couple years out of college, and I started trying to be better in terms of my relationship with food and Mm -hmm. all that which is something that I'm still trying to work on but yeah I used to weigh myself every single day in the morning which for a lot of people I'm sure they do that Um, but for me I would like obsess over that number and it would affect a lot of the decisions that I made that day so whether I was not not necessarily skipping a meal but subbing a meal out for like a liquid smoothie situation yeah versus if I did just one like a one smoothie switch out or two smoothies and I only had one solid meal a day so it, it was affecting a lot of the way I was deciding how I nourished my body and I didn't like that so for a long time I just after college I just stopped weighing myself so Yeah, it definitely makes me uncomfortable. Okay. I definitely sense, not sense, feel that same way. I actually made myself a tracker, like a a daily weight tracker, and I printed it out. I made it pretty. I hung it in my bathroom, and I would try to remember when I'm not running late, which is rarely ever. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Right in the morning, right after I, like, pee, And I would weigh myself and I would write it down. And it does make me uncomfortable because I have also battled with just the number for a long time. Mm -hmm. Even though logically I know that the number can be different for so many reasons. Many different reasons. Logically I know this. But something about seeing it, all that logic doesn't matter in that moment. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't, yeah, yeah it doesn't our brains, matter. Our brains do funny things. Yeah. Rude. You're like, yeah, I, your logical side is just like, yeah, this is only one thing out of all the different factors that could weigh in, weigh, quote, <laughs> no pun intended, weigh in on this. <laughs> pun um, intended. Intended. Pun, pun intended. We love a pun. <laughs> Fine. Pun intended. But yeah, but in that moment, it all of that doesn't matter. Uh, okay. Well, then pulling from the article, what does the phrase I am in perfect shape mean to you? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like it's an interesting question to ask ourselves because when I read that, I, I I stopped for a little bit, and I think my answer would have been completely different, maybe even a couple years ago. Mm. But and I also don't think perfect shape exists, at least in my current state of mind, with like 
where I am with self-esteem and self-confidence. I don't know if there is such thing as a perfect being in the perfect shape. I mean, the word perfect already is problematic, I think. Mm -hmm. But I think that's the point. Because everyone's idea of perfect is so different. Different. And yet there are elements, though, that are the same. And the article, that excerpt you read, talks about social media and this this need for us to be small. Mm -hmm. So you are only worth something. The smaller you are, the more worth it you are. I actually have, this is bringing up a story for me. Ooh, share, share, share. One of our really good (laughs) friends Uh is super tiny. And she Uh just is a tiny human. And she's still tiny now, even after having two kids. She just is, you know, she's small. And Mm -hmm. growing up, my mom, I think, would comment on how pretty she was. And she never said anything about her weight, mind you. Nothing. Nothing about her Mm -hmm. being small. But I internalized that to mean that she was so beautiful in my mom's eyes because she was so tiny. Interesting. And I internalized that because my mom would sometimes comment on my weight, sometimes, oftentimes, comment on my weight, whether it was gaining, losing, whatever. And Mm -hmm. so the defining feature that I was taking away from her feedback was size, was weight, and how big or small that you are. And Mm -hmm. I remember commenting, commenting to her out of jealousy and saying, oh my gosh, you're so tiny, you're so small, you're so skinny, just saying these things to her, thinking that these were compliments. I don't think I've actually ever told her this, but thinking that these were compliments. And um, one of our other friends, many years later, mentioned, I forgot how it came up, but she mentioned to me that that friend had found it offensive or was hurt. She was hurt by my oh. comments. And I was so genuinely confused to hear that because in my mind, I was saying how great she Small was. Small or tiny. Right. Means, but she means. was actually insecure about that. And I had no idea because to me, it seemed so crazy. Why would you be insecure about something so awesome? That you're you so right. small, that's so great. Why would you be insecure about that? About so I had being no the ideal idea. shape. Yeah. Right, right. So I had no idea that I was making her feel bad, which is yeah. crazy because her perfect size or shape, whatever, that was different for her. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's it's different for different people. And I'm still trying to figure out what my ideal shape, like fitness, whatever health level is. I also don't like the word shape. Yeah. Why they got to use that? I'm not a square or like an oval <laughs> or like an isosceles triangle. Like those are shapes. <laughs> like, What's that one joke in turning red? Are you a triangle? Because you are cute. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> so you're in a cute triangle. <laughs> oh, thanks. You're I welcome. like that. <laughs> but no, you bring up a good point because it's almost like a grass is the grass is greener on the other side always it's another situation yeah. like that like you that everyone has a different perception in their mind of what perfect shape is and and for me i don't i think i don't even look at perfect as something that you can even attain it's just not something that exists yeah you can't attain it because it's not real <laughs> it's not real <laughs> perfect what is it practice doesn't make perfect it makes progress Progress. yes I think though this does make me want to solidify what I want not that I'm trying to perpetuate a perfect shape size whatever but it does make me realize that 
while I've been working towards this unknown goal, it's not really helpful to just be constantly weighing myself with no end point in mind Mm -hmm. or constantly going to workout classes or trying to eat healthier. Like, what is the point of all that? What do I actually want out of that? So maybe I do need to think about, maybe the question isn't what is a perfect shape, but it does beg the question of what do you want? What is your goal? Yeah. Yeah, What is, what do you want? What is your goal? And when I read that, that's what, that's what came to mind. And for me, it's always the first or second thing that comes to mind is like, I just want to be, I want to be more toned and stronger, just stronger. I want to be able to lift shit, guys. <laughs> in a situation, in an emergency, I want to be able to lift things out of the way. <laughs> That's I'm all. I'm just imagining like a Melissa Hulk just yeah. throwing things over, like beams over her shoulder, <laughs> just punching through walls. You know, in times of need, I'm going to be prepared. So when you get to that point, we'll know that you're in Melissa's perfect shape. <laughs> no, we don't ever want to get to that situation where I'm like needing to escape some sort of collapsed like boxes on me. But, you know, if I need to, I can. <laughs> okay, okay. Anyways. Well, with, in terms of, of weighing ourselves and our perfect shape, whatever, when was the last time you actually weighed yourself? This morning. Oh, really? Yeah, it was the first time I weighed myself. I don't know what came over me. I guess it's because I had been going to these yoga classes for the past couple of weeks and I've been I've been trying to eat healthier and I I don't know. I don't even really know when I consciously decided, but I found myself in the bathroom and I weighed myself for the first time in a long time. And then I wasn't happy. <laughs> so I regretted it. Okay. It was just, yeah, not I can good. see that. Ha- I can literally imagine this happening to you this morning. <laughs> I'm just like, meh, okay, let's try. And then I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I've actually ideal. been avoiding weighing myself because oh, okay. I have felt very bloated recently. And I can't tell why. I don't know if it's because it's my period. I don't know. I was going to say, is that, is, are you turning red? You know <laughs> what I'm saying? I don't know if it's because of the fact that I mean we all know that I've dealt with issues regarding my my uh, bowel movements. <laughs> do they do they know? Well, Have we they do. <laughs> probably probably in these what 70 sure episodes we've that we've done. It. But I haven't felt small if we want to use that word in the past week and so I've been avoiding looking at that number on the scale and yeah. I will say I do think it is unhealthy because I Went to one of my best friend's weddings. I had a great time. I didn't, like, we had green juice because whenever my friends and I hang out, it's always like, we need a green juice. Oh, my gosh, we need to recover. Yeah, I need a green juice. So it was like a mixture of healthy things but also unhealthy things. And then there's alcohol involved, whatever. So kind of after that trip, I've been feeling more on the heavy side. Mm -hmm. And so I haven't wanted to weigh myself because just before that trip, I actually did weigh myself. And I had lost, for me, what was a significant amount of weight. And that was for a number of reasons. But right, you've been at Barry's boot camp like five times a week. <laughs> I have. <laughs> and I will also say the sadness diet makes you not eat also. I'm going to oh, keep this, it real. Oh. <laughs> How could I forget? Yes. That is, that is very real. 
Yeah. yeah. A lot happened in the beginning of the year and all of that anxiety and that sadness made me actually not eat. I forgot about that. Yeah, oh, it was kind of nuts. I love eating. Yeah. There was that one day, I don't know if I already talked about it on the podcast, but I had a 160 calorie bag of those pretzels, those mm-hmm. hard pretzels for almost the whole day. I went to SoulCycle, thought I was going to pass out. And then I went to eat after, but I still only finished half my bowl of ramen and I, I wasn't hungry again. No, I, I totally understand that. It's so it's such a weird phenomenon. It is. It happens. Yeah, but it it got me down in pounds. And so then now that I've been feeling more myself, I've been eating. And so that difference in number is coming back. And I'm having a hard time reminding myself that while the number is might go up a little bit, it's okay because that actually means that I'm happier and that yeah. I'm doing better. But yeah. it seems almost counterintuitive to the idea that in order to be happy, you have to lose weight. Right. I mean, this speaks to the next question is, would you say you have a healthy relationship with your scale? It seems com- the relationship status is complicated. I feel like we just heard how complicated it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah, fact no, that I made I... a tracker for it, too. And then <laughs> you I try to make it down. cute. <laughs> yeah, I tried to make it cute and less intimidating. Um, but how, do you have a... I mean, you just said you haven't weighed yourself in a long time till this morning. Yeah, and that was... And, and the decision to not weigh myself was for a couple of reasons. The main one being that I... I the main one being that I wanted to detach myself from the importance that I've I put on that yeah number Wait, um so ha- would you say that you were happier when you weren't weighing yourself I guess it I guess uh yes overall yes <laughs> but I was just I was just the reason I hesitate is because there's just so much that has happened in the past <laughs> three, four years where I just, yeah, I overall I'm happier, but there's been times where I'm obviously have gone through rough times. I, I don't think I had weighed myself in for the past maybe three years. I haven't wow. weighed myself. Yeah. I was very much like, I'm going to work out and that's going to be my relationship with fitness is going to be with how I feel mm. and how strong I feel, how I feel mentally and how I feel in terms of my strength. That's how yeah. I'm going to measure my success in my fitness. Okay. And the number does not matter. But then in my in my brain, in the back that whole time, there's always been that little, like, not voice, but kind of that idea of that, even though I am feeling good and feeling strong and all of this stuff, that means the number must be going down, right? Oh, my gosh. That little voice in my head. I have had these same conversations. And y'all, we've never talked about this before. Yeah. So it's crazy. I've also tried (laughs) this. Why are we like this? (laughs) I've also tried that whole, my relationship with health is going to be just me working out and how good I feel. But yeah, in the back of my mind, oh, but does this mean I'm, have I lost weight? Am I smaller now? Which is why today I was like, I've been going back to these core power classes. I sweat a ton and I've been drinking my green juice. I've been eating healthier, like more so than I have in the maybe last couple months. So I was like, something might've happened, (laughs) but you know, I need to tell myself that that was like, I, I don't even, 
know what my reference point was from before you know right. so like, what I are you the, comparing it to exactly so like even right now I'm coming to this realization of like oh yeah I was upset at that number but I had nothing to compare it to that's so, crazy yeah. it's just that notion of I want to see the number yeah it's yeah. almost as if the number is somehow validating yeah Whoa. I hate that I hate that too we hate it we're not okay, happy that's the with end of it. the episode that's it <laughs> well when the negative thoughts do come up for you what do you do to combat those negative thoughts well I guess I kind of did it right now where I'm trying to rationalize not not that it needs to be rationalized just remind myself that it's not a definition of how healthy I've how healthy I am Okay. It's only one piece of measurement is what I need to remind myself oh, of. That's a good you know? one. Maybe I right? should write that on my tracker as a reminder. So it's only even though one I'm, piece yeah. of measurement. Right. So overall. even though you're tracking your weight, maybe you have a goal in mind. It's only one piece of one your piece overall of the puzzle. health puzzle. Mm-hmm. Because I know yeah. people who have lost a lot of weight, but they've starved themselves to do so. So I wouldn't necessarily say that's healthy. Right. Right. And I, I have never been formally diagnosed or anything but I know I had some sort of unhealthy relationship with calorie counting and food in college interesting I was obsessed with calorie counting in college and that just counting in general so that's why I stopped weighing myself because I was just I can't it, it was too much stress like I I knew how much a boiled egg that calorie and what the breakdown of the fats proteins and like all of that stuff I knew all of that stuff even beyond calories you went in yeah and so I was hyper obsessed with all of that stuff so I let go of all of that stuff and it's I have to remind myself now that you know when I I mean I do have a goal in mind I do have a number that I have in mind that I would like to reach because you know everyone got that pando weight you know that pandemic weight and I (laughs) know that I haven't been the healthiest and I know I could be at a better spot. So I do have a, a weight goal that I want to achieve, but it's not a, as a ridiculous goal as I would have set for myself maybe like five years ago, you know? Okay. So, I mean, I tried, again, like I tried to combat those old habits that I've had by reminding myself this number does not define all that I am there's so many different circumstances that I'm in right now that contribute to that number on the scale I like that (laughs) how do you combat negative thoughts I can't say that I have to be honest with you because when you were talking earlier about you said when you would see the number it would influence the choices that you made that that day Mm -hmm. and I find that even if I'm not weighing myself, if I wake up and feel heavy to the point that I don't, I'm scared to check, then yeah. the rest of the day, like today, for instance, I woke up, I didn't want to check because I still felt kind of heavy, and I only ate half of the sandwich that I ordered for lunch with the vegetables I brought from home. Mm-hmm. And then when I went to go home, I was thinking, okay, what would be a lighter dinner? And then I wanted something sweet, but I thought, oh, nope, let me just have these prunes instead. Mm -hmm. And so it does affect the choices that I make, which one could argue might be a good thing in terms of making healthier choices, because then I'm not thinking, oh, let me have a burger for dinner. It doesn't matter. Right. 
So I, I'm thinking moving forward, I'd, I'd like to maybe think about how I can just focus on good choices for good choices sake mm-hmm. versus it being because of a number. Even the idea of what good choices, what a good choice is for you. Mm. I don't know where I read this, but it's it's like when you're going to be on your period, your body naturally craves more iron because it knows that it's literally going to release all of that. And so it knows that it needs those extra nutrients. So that's the reason why you crave freaking chips and freaking burgers when you're on your period. It, there's a reason, a biological reason. Oh, my gosh. Really? The yes. Because literally the past two days, all I've wanted are potato chips. Yeah, like salts, like the salts and and that sodium, an increase in sodium retains water, which is why you feel bloated. (laughs) This is part of the reason why I track my cycle because it helps me to better understand why I'm feeling heavier one day and that it's not necessarily because I had the damn ice cream the day before, you know, so all of those things like trying to, you know, combat these negative thoughts with what is happening to your body in that time during the month <laughs> it's like can be a big factor anyways we can go on and on but to close things out i'll share another excerpt from the article that i mentioned in the beginning and it speaks to some of the things we've already been saying ourselves but it's important to understand that our weight is just one aspect of our progress and quite frankly not always the most important one Having our weight at a certain number might be nice, but the scale can't really tell us how fit we are. It's unfortunate that most people let that number on a scale define their success or failure, and we don't need it to define our success or failure. So hope you kind of reconsider how you feel about that number on the scale because it doesn't define who you are, like the article says. (laughs) And we thank you for letting us share our experiences and how our relationship is. And hopefully it'll give you the space to be a little bit kinder to yourself when you the next time you step on the scale so thank you all for listening today and be sure to follow us on apple Podcasts, spotify and on instagram at imuncomfortable.podcast we release new episodes every tuesday so we will see you next week